Genesis 37, now Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was a stranger, the land of Canaan. This is the history of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers. And the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives, and Joseph brought a bad report of them to his father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There we were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And indeed your sheaf stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his, and for his words. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time, the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers. His father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him. But his father kept the matter in mind. Now, it's like all this time in this journey to turn Abraham into a nation. Okay, we were like doing preambles, preambles, you know. We, 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 we hadn't gotten to... Um, we hadn't gotten to we hadn't gotten to the real journey. But here something really exciting is taking place. And that is the, the God who orchestrates things. You know, you, you need to sit back and study this story as it unfolds. Okay. Everything, you know, this is Romans 8.28. Everything is working for good, including Joseph's naivety. You know, everything is working for good. The son of his old age. So everybody is born in his time. Why should you, why should you show, uh, 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 you, can, you can be protective of him in the sense that he's much younger than uh, the rest of his brethren, you know, but not to show such 
gross favoritism that will make him uh, 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 hated by other, other, other members of the family. Yet all of these things are working for good. They are all working for good. So when the scriptures say, we know, you see, the scriptures say, we know, we have, we have experience of this, that when you love God, when you are called according to his purpose, all things begin to work together for good. That's something everyone must take away today. All things begin to work together for good. So, introduced, Jacob came back to live in the place where his father was a stranger. Okay, this is the history. Joseph was 17 years. So, teenager. Teenager. Okay. And he joined his brothers, you know, which is good. Everybody has to share in the labor of uh, raising a family, making provisions, you know. And then Joseph became an internal spy. <laughs> you know. Joseph obviously is not one of those people that, you know, hear, uh, see no evil, hear no evil. You know, they only exist in life support. So, but you were there when that happened. So, what, what did you, what, what did you hear? What did you see? Ah, doctor, maybe for my mouth to go here. <laughs> Joseph wasn't like that. <laughs> you know, he will go home and report to his father the evil that the people are doing out there. And of course, you know, if people are conspiratorial in their evil, they will never, they will not like a tail bearer. You know, but Joseph felt obligated to, to let their father know that some, some of, of the children are not uh, doing okay in the field. Uh, nobody told us what they were doing, but um, Joseph told whatever they were doing. And he singled out um, the sons of Bilha and Zilpah, and they, that would be Gad, Asher, Dan. Um, who else is there? Let's see, who are the sons of the two mates? Um, that's, I think the easiest place to get it is in 49. Um, I think it's Asha. Help me now. Are you not? Um, what is, is it Zebulun? No, no, 49 doesn't give us. That's a place they give us the, uh, how they are grouped. The sons, we just passed it really. Is it 34? Anyway. Mm. Mm, the 12 sons of Jacob. 
Anyway, um, doesn't matter. But anyway, it's interesting though that um, is the sons of the concubines that. Uh, I think it's five, sir. Eh? Yes, yes. And now Jacob's 12 sons, yes. Um, let me see. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulon. Okay. Sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin. Bilha, Dan, and Naphtali. And then Zilpah, Gad, and Asher. Yes, so Gad, Asher, Dan, is Naphtali I was missing. Okay. So, so it's interesting that um, is the sons of the uh, concubines that uh, are singled out here for doing what is wrong. I hope I hope that report is not prejudiced. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, um, but the fact that he was telling tales to their father, okay, it made every other person uncomfortable in his presence. You know, you know, if you know somebody who tells tales, you know, as soon as they arrive, everybody shuts up because they know he's going to tell. And, and so that in a sense, Joseph was making himself unpopular with his brethren. Now, to add insult to injury, like they say, Joseph had a dream. And he didn't keep this dream to himself. You know, there are so many dreams you, ha you have, you and I have. I don't know, but I have so many dreams, but you're not allowed to tell. <laughs> it's for your ears and eyes only. You know, you are not permitted to tell. But Joseph, Joseph had his dream and, and he told, now, somebody will say that that is real naivety. Number one, you're already a favorite. Number one. Number two, you have a coat of many colors that distinguishes you from the rest. Number three, you have a dream that suggests that you're going to have dominion over your brother. And you told the dream also. Okay. Then that was the first dream. you know. And then the second dream. His mother was dead already. But his father understood the dream. Now, what does that say to you and I? When some God is ready to do something with you, in you, through you, for you, let me tell you, there is nothing anybody, anywhere can do about it. Amen. There is nothing they can do about it. There is just nothing they can do about it. Because obviously, this path was orchestrated from heaven. Now, somebody out there has said before to my hearing, doctor, if they didn't sell him to Egypt, how would he become prime minister? I said, oh, think again. <laughs> Foreknowledge, of course, knew that they'll be envious that they'll sell him the Egypt. Yes. But the, if, if it was not going to go through that path, ah, uh ah, -uh, divine foreknowledge will, will know the, the other alternative path it will go to become 
what he was destined to be. And that's why we must encourage ourselves to have faith in God, to trust God, to be loyal to him, to walk in his will and walk in his ways, no matter how long it takes, no matter what people are doing, no matter how many people have uh, overtaken you or, 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 or pushed you aside, no matter. That's a God in heaven whose program cannot be altered. Joseph is a typical, classic example of that. You know, if it's in Ibo land, they will say, Akaraka, Akaraka. Akaraka means destiny. Something is written there. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. But the only person who can truncate it is Joseph himself. Only Joseph can truncate it. No other person can truncate it. And that's why, um, you know, you and I need to be really careful working with the Lord. You know, don't, like the Bible says, don't look to the right or look to the left. But what people are doing, how they are doing. No, just, just follow the Lord in your own life. And then you will get there. You will get there. But most importantly, if you and I, you know, didn't follow this, make sure your children, you teach them that that's the way to live. Make sure. And make sure your church people know, wherever you preach, that that's the way to live, to follow God. No matter what, follow God. Follow God. Amen. 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 Amen.